Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoops Bronson. And I am S. Foster. This is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's up with you, brody? Can't call it, man. Uh, got some, some fairly good news uh, this morning. See some things are, are getting done, man. Starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But, uh, but I'm feeling all right, man. Other than these allergies kicking my ass. How you feeling, though? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. You know, just uh, putting in some work and trying to make things click. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. It's all about seeing the plan, seeing the process, knowing the process, and getting to that, getting to that point of where you want to get, man. Uh, because I think, especially for me, like if we're talking podcasting, I think that I have readjusted my goals every time like i feel like i feel like when it comes to like what we do i think you set a goal and you try to hit it but you also have to have high i guess high and low expectations of like of like where you want to be at a certain amount of time kind of like and I feel like that's with everything. Like if it comes with podcasting, if it comes to, you know, if we're talking about your um your OnlyFans page, it's like I feel like you you know what I'm saying, you set a goal in your head and it's like you try to hit it, but like at the same time, you don't get discouraged if it's not where you want it to be in a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's all I think it's all about finding that finding that medium, man. I think yeah, that's the 100%. most important thing. <clears throat> mm. You know, it's it's a, and this is something that today has been a, a very, very, um, very big word uh, that I've constantly been seeing, like just across all kind of social medias, um, and then not just social medias too, but just people talking about it today, and it kind of has just been like a topic or something for today. I don't know why, but. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and anytime something like that happened, I usually kind of take it as a message. But, man, it's the consistency. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Consistence. You know what I'm saying? Um, being consistent. You know, um, I was on uh, Instagram, and they was just talking about how, you know, people want this dream, and they, you know, put in all this effort and all this time to do stuff, but they're not as consistent as they should be. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they they drop, you know, they might do a podcast for a year. It might not be where they, you know what I'm saying, where they want it to be. And then, you know, they give up. And then, uh, you know, he was saying how people do music and they'll drop a couple songs and they they might not do nothing. They give up, you know. And then it's like you never know when that one that's going to get you over the hill is, you know what I'm saying, around the corner, um, if that make any sense. But you know, you just got to keep working. You got to keep going at it. And then, you know what I'm saying? If it's your dream, you should never get tired of it. You should never, you know what I'm saying, give up on it that easy. 
And that was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just hit me today, man. Like, I probably seen, like, maybe, like, five or six posts on Instagram about it. You know what I'm saying? I probably seen, like, a, a couple people on Twitter talk about it. And then, you know, just having conversations with some of my uh, coworkers, they was just talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just one of those things, like, man, I, you know what I'm saying? I had to send it to my little cousins because the, the conversation that they were having – um on the post i had to send it to them because like that's they was the first people i thought of because that's what they do like anytime something's coming up they work on it and then they drop it you know what i'm saying they get to working on something and they dropping it they get to working on something they dropping it you know what i'm saying and they they constantly hitting you over the head with something you know what i'm saying to keep you keep reminding you and keep you know what I'm saying keep you in that focus so i just thought it was super dope man um you know what i'm saying just to hear that and that's just one thing you know that I think is super important, especially when we doing stuff like this. Um, especially, you know what I'm saying? When you doing anything creative, it's just that consistency. You got to keep going no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Have more fun with it than, you know what I'm saying? Than anything. And don't just look at it as a means to escape something, or a means to get out or a means to make money. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's not how it works. But usually when you're doing it because you love it, you know what I'm saying, you put a lot of passion and effort into it and you really care about it, eventually it'll get you to the point to where you, you know what I'm saying, you can make some money or, you know what I'm saying, it can get big and it can grow. But you just got to be consistent no matter what. Man, um, so I am going into five year, almost five years of podcasting in two months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had to cut the had to cut the stolen time short to four years, right. um, you know, because of the passing of Uncle Washington. But, but you know, I've been doing the 28 minutes or less for four years, almost four and a half years. We've been doing this like two and a half years. So it's like, you know, we got, we got the time in the game. So, and we always mention this, that, yeah, this podcast wasn't consistent in the beginning. But since we hit our stride, we have been consistent. Like, there was only really, like, one week. Like, since we decided to start doing two a week, there was only, like, one week where we didn't drop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was when you was, you know, going through your illness. Yeah. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> but that's just a part of life, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit happens. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you had got to take a step back because, you know, some shit like that. But I think that's one thing that is very important because it's like you can't sit back and think because I've heard people say, yo, like sometimes I take a, you know, I take some time off to, you know, so people can miss me or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't think we're there yet because like the person that said it is a celebrity. You know what I mean? So they probably getting, you know, maybe like a million listens or episode or whatever the case may be, 500,000, whatever the case may be. So yeah. it's like, it's a lot of people, but it's just like, we don't know how many new listeners we get. We don't know if this this podcast that we do it today could be somebody's first podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to keep coming with it. You have to keep coming with different shit, different material for the simple fact of you don't know which one is going to slap. And that's going to be your one. Like we mentioned this all the time. We had no fucking idea that the one that slapped was fucking outcry. When neither one of us even knew even what that fucking TV show was. Not TV show, but that uh, 
but that docuseries was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we put it out and the shit slapped. So you just never know. So we come out consistently. We dropping shit. We try to come up with good ideas. You know, we're doing this show, which I think is the top fucking show on TV, but that's just my opinion. Right. So, you know, we try to do important shit, hot shit, or we'll hit you with some shit that you didn't even see coming. None of y'all mm-hmm. seen that 12 Angry Man coming. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. So, you never know what to expect on him, man. So, yeah, consistency is a very important thing, man. I have gotten more consistent with the 28 minutes or less. I'm pretty much dropping every week now. So, you know what I mean? Putting putting the voice out there in the streets, man, because I just feel like we both, as podcasters, voice need to be heard, man. So, I'm excited about it, man. For sure, man, for sure. Um, Well... You know what I'm saying? Now that, you know what I'm saying, we, we went ahead and got a little caught up, you know what I'm saying, gave them people a motivational speech, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put a fire up under them people, you know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and get into that with what we watching. Yes, sir. Yo, so... um. Man, listen, bro. <laughs> I um stumbled across this uh post on I think it was I was on TikTok. I was on TikTok and they was talking about this movie about like time travel. And um you know what I'm saying? I got to watching it and it looked kind of good, you know what I'm saying? I'm checking it out. And I go to the comments and find out what it's called. So I find out what the movie's called, and it's on Hulu. I get the Hulu. I watch it. And this was, like, a super dope movie. Um, The movie is called 2067. Um, Once again, it's on Hulu. And it's about, a like, a dystopian world where there is barely any oxygen left. And because of the, uh, like, because of all the things that society has done and all the growth that society has had, uh, they basically had destroyed the oxygen on Earth. And they had to be forced to create synthetic oxygen in order to survive and live and stuff, right? And so whatever the synthetic oxygen was, it was basically ruining, like, people's bodies so like people could only take it for so long and they were like dying off because you know what i'm saying the oxygen wasn't sufficient enough and so um this guy basically gets chose he, he works for the company that makes the oxygen and he basically got chose to go into this um this time portal to go forward in time to figure out what the cure is, you know what I'm saying? So he can save society now. So later on down the line, um, you know what I'm saying? Society will be okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Basically he jumps through time and he figures out that everybody on earth ends up dying. Oh shit. But the crazy part is, is that (laughs) after everybody on earth dies, you know what I'm saying? Dies off. The earth basically regenerated itself. So, like, they had, like, I forgot what year it was when they, I think, yeah, I'm sorry, the year was 2067, I'm tripping. The, he jumped to the year 2040, what was it, 2000, 
247. That's the year he jumped to. And basically, um, it was like a whole bunch of plants and trees and everything that grew and everything else. But where he was um, when in, two, in 2067, there's no plants left. Like the last plant died three years, uh, three years before. So he goes, uh, he jumps through time, goes forward in time, figures everything out. And then it's like a big, big thing, big story in between it, which makes it super dope. But um, basically he, he say, he finds a way to save, you know what I'm saying? The earth in 2067. It's a dope movie. It's great. You gotta, um, it's not one you gotta like super pay attention to, but you gotta pay attention to it to kind of keep up with what's going on. But it's dope. It's a great movie. It'll definitely keep you interested. Um, it's on Hulu once again, 2067. Cool, cool. I will definitely be checking that out here soon. Uh, for me, um, it's an Amazon Prime show. Um, they've been promoting it like crazy on Amazon Prime, and I gave it a shot. They, it's one of those things where uh, they they give you the first two, and then they drop one every. Uh, I think I think this show could be every Friday, but. Um, Got the guy Josh Berlin in it, and it's an outer range man. Um, basically, from what I could tell from the two episodes, is that <clears throat> this family owns a ranch. They own a whole bunch of land in Montana, mm-hmm. and then the family that lives next to them is trying to buy some of their land. And but these people don't want to sell it because Josh Berlin actually isn't what you may think. Like he actually married into money. Like his uh, wife is the one that family owned the ranch, and he is just you know like the you know the man that you know kind of control it. But like she's the one who's really you know got the power because he married into the family and whatnot. And like they talked about how he was, he basically just they said that he just stumbled onto their property and then end up. Uh, <clears throat> getting fond of her and then they end up getting married or whatever whatnot but like he was poor he didn't have nothing she had everything so yeah. but what's what's odd about this ranch is all of a sudden this big ass hole just appears mm-hmm. right and the whole oh man it's 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 kind of like the only way I can explain it is it's kind of like Stranger Things, the upside down, right? Mm. Because <clears throat> so, long story short, his uh, one of his kids got in a fight with the with uh, one of the people who own the land next door, who's trying to steal some of their land, right? We're not trying yeah. to steal it. They just they went to the 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 city or the county or whatever, and they trying to purchase some of their land. We're really trying to take some of their land, so. They had got the sons had gotten to a fight. One dude got a little too far because his wife actually went missing. And we don't know, excuse me, y'all. Like, we don't know if she ran away. Everybody thinks she kind of left him, like, just ran away and just left him. But now, with this hole being out in the yard, you might be thinking now, maybe she fell into the hole. We don't know. They still haven't revealed that yet. But so he ended up killing one of those dudes' sons, and then Josh Berlin threw the body into the hole, right? Mm. Now, we don't know where the hole goes. 
But one day he wakes up. Well, oh, so there's this girl who is like a hippie, and she just asks because she like camp out on their land. So she camps out on the land, but she has some kind of alternative motives, which we haven't they haven't revealed yet because it's only been two episodes. So she's seen him throw a body in the hole. So she pushes him into the hole, right? So he wakes up the next day just on the ground with scratch marks on his back and a gun wound to his leg. Don't know how it got there, right? Oh, shit. So this is the crazy part. So the crazy part is he starts to remember what happened when he fell in the hole. When he fell in the hole, his wife, everybody was there. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. It's the same land, but now there's those oil rigs. You see mm-hmm. oil rigs in the background. And his wife goes up to him and said, you need to run. And so these people start shooting at him. That's how he got the gunshot. But then he comes back to now. So what I'm thinking it is, is that hole is the future. Oh, okay. and the reason why he came back because he wasn't dead, but that other guy that he threw in the hole didn't come back because he was already dead. So it's hard to really kind of figure out exactly what this show is yet, but I am intrigued. So, y'all, I mean, I'm, I'm not big into these ranching shows, but this shit threw a little sci-fi in there with it. So, uh, so check out, man. It's out of range on Amazon Prime, and I believe they drop a new episode on Fridays, if I'm not mistaken. But the first two episodes are out, so that's why that's what I got for what we watch. That's what's up, man. That sounds good. So y'all go check those joints out. Um, Oh, oh, one thing, one more thing, one more thing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And Josh Berlin's character, he is gonna (laughs) really remind you of Llewellyn. From goddamn uh oh no country for old men like oh, okay. he's really like the same guy yeah that's it's, just telling funny. yeah that's just telling yeah so definitely go check those joints out man um you know what I'm saying hit us back on the socials and let us know what you think about them and um man listen this is what y'all been waiting for um we've all kind of been waiting for this one but at the same time we kind of didn't want it to come around because. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. Ten episodes is 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 a nice, you know what I'm saying? A nice, <laughs> it's a nice journey, but that ain't enough, man. Season five, episode ten, the season finale, uh, a snowfall. So, where do we start, man? It's a lot that's been going on. Um, a lot happened, you know what I'm saying? Franklin, man, my man, well, okay, okay, okay. Off. Let's 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 not go too too deep yet. Too too deep okay. yet. So I want to start with your favorite character, man. <sighs> I want I want to start with Leon, man. So Leon is talking to the dudes, talking to his team, and like, yo, Franklin's out, so I'm out. And he was like, I think we should get out too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You got midterms coming up. He was just like, and they were like, you talking about dude midterms? He was like, 
man, he was like, nah. He said, man, my midterms ain't till December some shit. And then he was like, nah, nigga, damn, <laughs> damn presidential midterms. <laughs> and he's like, he said, man, and that's when they brought up that that well, that one crime law that uh, I think it was Reagan that Reagan did, mm-hmm. where you can get the same amount of time for one rock as a hundred grams of cocaine. And it's like, yeah. what you think that means? It was like the lock of black people. And this is something that, you know, if you pay attention to the law, this is something that's really talked about a lot of like how off balance it was, but it was off balance for the whole fact of rock was the primary drug for black people and it was easier to get your hands on it. But they knew that cocaine was the white people drug. So they wanted to up it to a hundred, you know what I'm saying, to a hundred grams to one gram. So the whole thing is to get people in chains. And that, that's what Leon was trying to tell them. And then the only thing that old dude could think of is, so if you out, does that mean I'm in charge? And it's like, I think that's when Leon realizes like, yo, I'm on this new journey and I'm trying to educate these dudes, but they ain't hearing what I'm trying to say. What right. was your thoughts on them including all of that into the show and Leon trying to educate these dudes and it seemed like it's not really clicking. Man. Truth be told, bro, that's just the, that's the hood mentality. You know what I'm saying? That's, um, it seems as if like, you know, they, they felt like they didn't, have a choice you know what I mean um Leon is obviously a little bit more elevated um with everything that he had had going on and everything else like that but at the same time I mean like can you blame him man like all that money they was making they was making all that money like why would they want to drop out now like they wasn't, they really wasn't facing. I mean, like, well, the show didn't show it. I mean, we don't really know, but like, they it wasn't like they was facing any penalties for the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? They was getting paid. You know what I'm saying? They had everything that they wanted at the time. I mean, like, why would you want to get out of that? You know what uh, I'm saying? And then you don't. They don't know what's what's coming in the future. They only, you know, what I'm saying right now, focused that on whatever's going on at the time. So, I mean, I, I get it. Like, yeah, if you out, like, yo, I guess, you know what I'm saying, I guess I'd take over. Like, shit, you out here living good. I mean, they are living good, but, you know, when you're the top dog, you're going to be living good. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? That's like if you're in the gang and that's all you know is the gang, like, and the gang leader is out and you next in line, like, you ain't going to be like, all right, y'all, we disbanded. Nah, you're going to be like, yeah, it's, it's my time to shine. Yeah, everybody don't have the vision. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And some people, that's the only life that they know. Um, that's just like, if you want to take it to even more simpler terms, it's like, there are some people who are going to be renters all their life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's some people that feel that there's not another way of like trying to get a mortgage. So this is like really the same situation, even though he was like, yo, like we got the money. Once you start trying, he's like, he brought up a dealership like you obviously there's like some kind of black guy who bought a car dealership. So he's like, yo, like, won't you try to do this? But see, 
only thing they see and the only thing that they know is the game. See, yeah. he has exposed himself to the Black Panthers. He has exposed himself to to actual policies. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. he has opened up his eyes to, like, yo, I think that what that Franklin shit has done to him, I think that Franklin and Sissy has opened him up to to different things. And I think that the one thing that put him down his path was him killing that kid. So right. Leon is thinking on a whole nother level now, and Leon wants to save his people. But I think that this is when he finally realized, yo, I can't save everybody. Right. Because from the great Project Pat, they don't want to be saved. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all it is, man. I mean, and, yeah. and, you, and you have to, and you have to understand. And I think that that scene when Wanda came up showing that she got her passport, and he just looking at them, and like my man is wilding. Like he won a game of dominoes. You got to let off three rounds mm. over a game of dominoes. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's looking like I tried. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. tried, and. This is the best that I can do. And when I come back, and if I come back and all of y'all are gone, don't say Leon didn't try. Because he tried his best, and they weren't trying to hear what he was trying to say. 100%. 100%. And you know what I'm saying? The the bad part about it is, is that, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you kind of want everybody to... uh. You know what I'm saying? You kind of want everybody to have that same vision that you have. And truth of the matter is, is that, you know what I'm saying, they they can't. You know, you want everybody to be in that position of, you know, I, I see where this can lead to. I know where this is going. And then not only that, like, you know, Leon got the, the real live inside you know what I'm saying, inside trading information. So he know, like, if Franklin's saying he out, Franklin's saying he out. Like, they don't, you know what I'm saying, they don't even know that they they really are working for the CIA for real. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, you can't really be mad at them for that. So I I get it. I I understand their thought processes, man. True, true. I mean, look, I understand it, too. Um, You know, I I dabble in this field a lot, man. You know, I watch a lot of... uh, a lot of content when it's dealing with a lot of this type shit. So, you know, you, you start to understand some of the thinking that some of these people have. So, uh, man, I definitely get it. But, um, but speaking of Franklin, mm-hmm. um, we understand that, you know, Franklin wakes up next day, him and Veronique, they, uh, you know, talking about taking a relationship to the next level because he's out, um, goes to the office, is on a phone call, come to find out. 73 mil gone. Mm. But this is the thing though. And one thing I don't mind doing is admitting when I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong when Teddy was talking to that one guy. It wasn't about Freddie getting out. I mean Teddy getting out. Right. It was about that guy is getting all of Franklin's information because he had a fucking 
inkling that Franklin is going to want out soon. So the way that I can fuck him is to take all of his money. Right. So I'm thinking that when he was talking to that guy about all these accounts and stuff, I thought he was setting his shit up to where he could disappear. No. <laughs> he was setting all that shit up to steal all Franklin's money, and that's exactly what he did. Man, look, the floor is yours, man. Your thoughts, man, on Teddy taking $73 million from Franklin. Man. I mean, that's right now, um, <laughs> the way it seems, um, it seems like that's the, you know what I'm saying, that's the, the, the chess move to make right now. Um, I don't know if it is, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know if that is a, a smart move on Teddy's part because you know I, I'm gonna I'm keep bringing it up. They two sides of the same coin. You know what I'm saying? Franklin is just as smart as Teddy. You know you don't you don't really know. Well, Teddy don't really know what Franklin is capable of. And he don't. He really doesn't know how far Franklin has come along um, in this whole thing because you know what I'm saying he was away for a minute. You know, like I said in the last episode, I don't think Teddy, you know what I'm saying, liked the fact that Franklin was was in business. You know what I'm saying with his con with his new contact. I don't think he liked the fact that, um, you know what I'm saying, he was flying plane. He learned how to fly planes and all this other stuff. So it's like. In a sense, like I feel like Teddy felt as if his world crumbled down, so now he had to make everybody else's world crumble down, or like he took on this persona of, you know, if you're not with me, you against me, something like that. And so, I don't know. It, it I think that him taking that money was a huge mistake, like a huge mistake. Because now you've opened up like this huge can of worms of, you know, what is Franklin going to end up doing? You don't you really don't know, you know, what I'm saying what he's going to do. You know, what I'm saying you had the situation with his dad. You had to go kill his dad. But now, you know, what I'm saying, are you going to be able to do that with Franklin? Are you going to be able to pull that off? Because like you took his money. You know, what I'm saying and. Now he kind of he kind of pressed on the situation. What can you what can you do now? You know what I'm saying to stop him from, you know, retaliating. And I think that should be Teddy's biggest concern is the retaliation. Yeah, like he he took it. I think he felt that he had to do something, and he thought that sending a message to Franklin of like. Oh, you gonna quit on me? I show you, and <clears throat> I don't think that he realized how far and how deep Franklin would be willing to go to get his money back. Mm -hmm. uh, he tried to go with the plan of telling Teddy, like, "Yo, I made a mistake. Let's make this money. Louis ain't ready." He's like, "Yo, I take my chances," and he's like. Yo, just give me my money back. We'll call it even. Right. He was like, what money? And so he's like, yo, I know what you're doing. You took my money. 
you burnt down Javi's stuff. Javi's missing. He's like, Javi's missing. You know, so now this is the funny thing that <clears throat> that we're gonna see in the final season. Franklin thinks Teddy got rid of Javi. Mm-hmm. And Teddy probably thinks Franklin took his girl. <laughs> yeah. Yo, <laughs> this is yeah. gonna be wild, but yeah. yo, season six is gonna be so crazy because yo, how why would you why would you leave her though? Well, he, he needed her to be out there just in case somebody showed up. For sure. But come on, bro. You was just bitching to Franklin about bringing people around that ain't been around. So now you're going to bring somebody around that ain't been around? Like, you're contradicting yourself at this point. Daddy is. But you know I saying? think he like, has no... Go ahead. I think he has nobody else to rely on at this point. Yeah, he do. He, ha- he got Gustavo. Well, he had Gustavo. No, he don't. No, he because this is, this is what I'm saying. And let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So, Gustavo finds out there's a bug in his house. He thinks, "Oh man, that, that was him, heartbreaking." Right? So, he goes to go pick up ten million dollars. But before he does that, the police he calls Teddy up. back because Teddy was was uh, paging him. So he asked him, "Could he do something for him?" He's like, "Yo, I got something I got to do, but if you want me to, you know, help you, I can help you later." And he was like, "You know what? That's good." Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Do you think Teddy's the one that made the call? The I 100% believe that that was the case. I think that's exactly what Teddy did. Teddy <laughs> Teddy definitely went and said, hey, man, you know, we're going to go ahead and get him out of here. This was, this was my such and such and such, and you know what I'm saying? he He's guilty. Like, Because, I mean – who who else could have even? I mean, unless it's the KGB dudes, and I but doubt it's them because they don't got they they shouldn't be able to have that type of pool in America. Yeah, I don't think they were the one who put that bug in there. Um, see, the one thing with that is the one old agent dude popping up. Mm-hmm. Because that old agent guy. We seen that he was fucking with that guy, but this is the thing. Were they trying to lead us in the wrong direction by showing Teddy with the bug shit? Or was I don't know. See, this is the thing that confuses me, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think could go different ways because with that old DEA agent sh- showing up, At Gustavo's, what with uh, with uh, also getting arrested, but we saw him with the other dude. So it's like, did Teddy put that in there, and did he set him up, or I don't know. See, see, that's that's what that's the one thing that confuses me because it's like, I don't really know. I mean. If we're talking percentages, 80% of me believes it was Teddy was the one who called the DEA 
and told him where his stuff was. But then 20% of it is they put that bug in there and he thought it was Teddy. Yeah. And they seen that he turned the bug off, which I don't know why he did that. <laughs> I would have left the bug on and tried to act like nothing changed. You know what I mean? Because I think once he turned that bug off, maybe they've been tracking him because remember when he was on the phone with Franklin, there was a car that was following him. And he looked over and saw that car sitting there and he, you know, getting ready to finish up his conversation with Franklin. And then the car pulls off. So maybe they put that bug in there and they've been following Gustavo for a while. So they knew where his money was. And maybe this is just a time that they just figured that he, because he turned that bug off. Now we're going to arrest him because he went to go pick up all his money because he's leaving. What do you right. think of that idea? Um, I I don't really know. I honestly don't really know because it's that's 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 a tricky one. You know what I'm saying with with everything that's going on, like you know what I'm saying. Where where does that kind of you know what I'm saying? Where does where does that really land everybody in that situation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just me personally, I just wouldn't have turned that bug off. Well, because Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. You no nah, no, nah, you are right about that. You're right. Because he, I feel like now I think I think that that sets a light off like, yo, yeah, they found it. Yeah, he, so he now we gotta yeah. now we gotta make a move on him now because he knows that we bugging him, or at least but, somebody's bugging him. But I mean, but I mean, also though, you gotta also think too, like in that situation, are you ex? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you even? The, first off, you're not even expecting to find that. That's you know what I'm saying. Like, and then you gotta think about what would be running through your head in that situation too, because you know Teddy was just talking about. Um, Bug and Franklin. Yep. Then not only was he talking about Bug and Franklin, Franklin mentioned the fact that he was watching the drop that one day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? On, on that one drop. So it's like, then, you know what I'm saying? The whole getting shot at thing, Teddy leaving off. So like, I'm sure like it was, it was a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Everything pointing towards Teddy in that situation for, for Oso. And you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I, I, I just don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know. It's that's just one of them things. I do agree with you though, not shutting off that bug. You can't shut off that bug. That's one of them things where you gotta put that motherfucker back and you gotta speak in code and get the fuck up out of there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just talk like everything's regular, but everything that you that's important, mm-hmm. walk out to the street, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Say what you need to say out there, then go back in the house and act like y'all wouldn't talk about nothing. Mm-hmm. Um so <clears throat> So a small part of me believes that the way that the show is 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 angling it, making it seem like it was Teddy, but the whole time it was that DEA agent mm-hmm. that had been around since like season two or whatever the case may right. be. I think that it was him. Now I'm starting to switch. I, I'm starting to go 80-20, man, DEA. And when they turned that bug off, they had been following him. So now they knew where he stored his money. So they're like, yo, he turned the bug off. He's making a move. We got to make a move on him tonight. 
So I think that's so you what think they've happening. been. You think they've been having him under surveillance that whole time? Because like that was that was hella convenient for them to just pop up in that moment without like no GPS or no none of that shit. No, I think that when they started, I think that when they started following him, mm-hmm. it's when or at least popped back up. It's when Sissy mm-hmm. came back. When Sissy so, came back with dude. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but they KGB though. True. So that but, would they wouldn't even be able to have that kind of that's all that's why I said I don't think it's them because okay. they wouldn't have been able to have that kind of pool. Okay, so then I go back to the question from two episodes ago. Who had okay, what I don't remember if in the eighties if they had the equipment to pick up sounds or at least voices from a distance. Yeah. They had... did... So maybe that DEA agent wasn't working with old dude with the K uh with the uh KG... maybe he because that's who you know the the remember when um with with the whole thing with Ivy when he shot Ivy and they was um they was coming to get the files and everything else and remember everybody that was working with him was Russian. Yep. So in the midst of that, you also got to remember that um, when Sissy was, you know what I'm saying, telling telling him about uh, uh, talking to Franklin at the end, she had said it. She was like, yo, I got friends. And he was like, with who? You know, everybody is connected. She was like, no, with the KGB. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? He was just standing there like, oh, snap. So it's like that let us know who those guys were. And I want to say this is around the time of like the beginning of the Cold War. This is like the this yeah the Cold where War they at is like in the night yeah like where they at is like right before Desert Storm, ain't it? Yeah, because Desert Storm was mid nineties, around like ninety two, ninety three, some shit like that. Exactly. So this is like right before all that's happening. So yeah, this is when the KGB is infiltrating and everything else, and then like this is coming off of the whole. Uh, U.S. battling uh, Russia with the moon landing and all that type of stuff. So, like, yeah, this is one of those things. Matter of fact, this is probably around the time Red Dawn came out. True. You know what I'm saying? True. So, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that's gonna that is gonna bring a totally different element into the uh, the last season. Yeah, uh, maybe. What what confuses me is when when did the ODA agent dude pop? Because like he didn't pop up until dude popped up, mm-hmm. and you know he's been looking for that missing agent for a while. So it's like, has he really been? You know what you you might be right. Maybe maybe dude is a double agent. And we just don't know it yet. You know what I'm saying? That could be something that could be added to it. Him definitely being a double agent and him being the missing agent. If that's what you're saying. Possibly. Possibly. My bad. But possibly. It's just that I just don't understand. Like, have he been sitting in the wind all this time? Like, I don't know if, if, like, if he's been sitting there the whole time just waiting to find evidence of what happened to his old partner 
Mm-hmm. Or if he just got fed up, was like, yo, you know what? I can get them for this. I might not be able to solve my old partner, mm-hmm. but I can still get y'all locked away for something else. Yeah. So that makes sense. That could possibly be what it is. And I think what it is is that everybody is going to end up pointing a finger at somebody and then mm-hmm. nobody really have nothing to do with what they thought did. Yeah. I think that also is going to believe that it was Teddy that, that, uh, that set him up mm-hmm. and it possibly wasn't. Teddy going to think that Franklin stole his girl and Franklin think that he took care of Javi. So it's, yeah. it's all the stuff and none of these people did any of this shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that what next season is going to bring is a whole lot of miscommunication, a whole lot of assumptions. And we haven't even got to Louis and uh, Jerome yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what ended up happening with Franklin and, uh, and, uh, and Louis. So, uh, but before we get there, so so dude is uh, interrogating Javi. And Javi hit us with one, man. We mm-hmm. didn't think he was going to do it, but Javi said, yo, I have no allegiance with America, Teddy McDonald, or Franklin. He I give you what you need. Yeah. He was like, yeah, when you get me out of here, I get you what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, what, what did you think about that? Or Javi just like, at the end of the day, looking out for himself. I mean, that's expected, man. I mean, you know, that's what he was. He was an arms dealer. You know what I'm saying? He sold to the biggest client at the time. I mean, if you think about his business, you know, at the time, the biggest client was dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His yeah. life was on the line. So, yeah, I'm going to give you all the information I need. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could battle that out. I don't care about that. I mean, if y'all need the guns, you know what I'm saying? You can buy them from me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I get it. Like, I, I, I didn't, it didn't shock me when it happened. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of expected you know what I'm saying, him to go go down that way. Um, what I didn't expect, though, was for dude to shoot him. Well, I did because he was able to get what he needed. He won't Teddy. Yeah. He got Teddy's girl now. Mm-hmm. So he don't need Javi anymore. I do believe that he was going to let Javi go, but once he found that girl, well, yo, I don't need Javi no more because like Javi told him, he said, there's going to be one problem. He was like, I can't get you close to Teddy. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that you need to get close to him, I don't have. Right. And he's like, well, I just picked up his girl, so I don't need you anymore. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. You know, um, I think, and that's, once again, like I said, I just, I don't understand how Teddy could be so trusting of her i mean i know she saved his life and everything or whatever but i understand how he could just be so trusting to her especially with you know what i'm saying all the shit that he was talking about with franklin and louis about bringing random motherfuckers around that he ain't met before and all this other shit and then he turns around and he does the same thing and then not only that you know we don't really know who she connected with Hell, she might be one of the agents for real. Because she's like, she said she was, um, I forgot what her nationality is, but she from a one of you know what I'm saying? She from a totally different country. 
So yeah. we don't really know what we we really ain't even got a chance to really get into her. We just know that they met one time in Tehran, and then that was that. They were supposed to kick it off in Tehran, never did. Now they got the chance to, and that was that. So yes, yeah, she could be with dude. Maybe it could yeah. have been acting, and mm-hmm. then like when we see season six, and she could be in the room and be like, "Yo, this is how much shit I collected." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see, man. Also, and don't forget before you go, don't forget though, bless you, don't forget um, that when he was out, she was going through his pockets. She was going through his wallet. She went through that car. Like, she ain't just no nurse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, We it's, it's more to her story than we've, than we've been shown so far. Definitely true. Definitely true. So, Franklin is he's going through all of his sources for trying to get to Teddy, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, he tries to go to Teddy direct. Teddy ain't fucking with him. Mm -hmm. Goes also. Also, like, y'all can't help you because I'd be the rat. He tries to go to Javi. Javi's missing. So now, bless you, Franklin. Thank you, Franklin. Has no other way to get <clears throat> Teddy but to call Louis. Mm-hmm. So he calls Louis. Louis agrees to meet with him. Franklin, like, yo, set me up a meeting with Teddy. Right. She's like, I can't do it. So she's going, money over family. And he's like, yo, if he do this to me, what do you think he going to do to you? She's like, I'll take my chances. It's like, like, even though you froze your assets, at the same time, Teddy has shown the ability to cut you off whenever he wants. Exactly. So for you to choose this business over me after you just seen what happened to me, and he's like, yo, this is your fault. She's like, how this is my fault? He was like, because you went behind my back and you kind of forced my hand because I wanted to get out to help you. Right. So he pulls the gun out on her. Yo, I'll kill you 10 times over if I needed to to get my money. And then who you think show up? Mm. Buck. So she... So she's like, yo, I'm going to let you live because of your uncle, but I see you get him a kid. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what I saw today. And I want to know if you agree with this. I saw on Facebook, oh, dude, I went to school with says, I want Louie to be the first to die in season six. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, bro. <laughs> she, she, she been on my list for a minute. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't stand you know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with Buckley. I don't like him at all. Um, also, you know what I'm saying? The the like I said, Louie has been doing some. She's she just been doing stuff that just she you could tell, man. She just ain't ready for it, bro. She's just not ready for it. Like, yeah, it, it's cool that you know when Franklin was out or whatever, you know, you, you did whatever you had to do to blah, 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 blah. And 
I didn't know this shit, but let's keep it 100, man. Let's keep it out of the way 100. Ever since Louis decided to, um, ever since Louis decided to, you know what I'm saying, break off and do try to do her own thing with Jerome, like everything had been going downhill since that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like they almost got into a war with Scully again. Luckily, they they was able to, you know what I'm saying, switch it up and find the idiot that was dumb enough to, you know what I'm saying, do what he did. But for the most part, like, you know, they, they, you know what I'm saying, was going around and Franklin telling them, like, yo, we going to handle it. And they had it handled. And what did they do? They messed that up with Kane. Set Kane up to get killed, didn't even kill him. And then dude partner got killed. He lost his job. Now he working for her. It's like, bro, it's just like everything around her is just falling. Only thing, the only good thing that's going on for them is Arkansas so far. And we don't even know if that's going good for real. We just know that they showed up and they was all right. And you want to know what I think Louie's biggest problem is? I think she's not good at reading people. Mm-hmm. When she told Jerome that Franklin is out, did you did you notice this? Did you see the expression on his face? He oh yeah, because he he knew out. what was up. But let me tell you what I was thinking. Let me see if you were thinking the same thing. Me and you have had this discussion since we started doing this shit. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Jerome really don't really want to do this shit. Nah. It's kind of like Jerome is kind of doing it because, you know what I'm saying? It's lucrative, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like I think he sees the the negative in it, and mm-hmm. I think that when he said, "Yo, Franklin's out," I think he's like, "Fuck, why that couldn't be me?" And like I felt like she didn't really see the expression on his face, and the only thing she could think about is. Yo, now we ain't got no competition. You know, we could do this, we could do that. And he was like, maybe. And he was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem happy. He seemed like Franklin's out. Damn, I wish I was out too. Right. What do you think about that? I don't think Louis really noticing that her man, I think he's just going along with it because he loves her. But I don't really think he wants to do this shit anymore. And she's not realizing, yeah, he just proposed to you and y'all just got married. But I don't think this is what he wants to do. How you feel? So the funny thing is everybody should have kind of knew that Jerome was out when uh, – him, Franklin, Leon, and Louie were in the warehouse and they was talking about going to piece it up with Kane. And Leon and Jerome had that little interaction. Mm-hmm. And Jerome gave him a little smile. But I think it really finally hit him when uh, when he looked at what was really going on when he had to go um, get old dude from the rehab center to go find peaches. 
Mm-hmm. And once he's seen that, you kind of seen it like, oh, yeah, he this is way too much for him. And so I think ever since that moment, he's been trying to find a way to get out. Because remember, he was, t- he was telling Louis, like, yo, I'm, I want to go back to getting my store, you know what I'm saying, back in order and getting my store back going. You know, he, he you could tell he's been out. He's really been out of it before that. Remember, he was talking when they was riding the horses. He was talking about, you know what I'm saying, later on down the line, getting out of the game then. So you could tell that he's always had one foot out and one foot in. Even when, you know, they had went to go see Avi and, um, you know, Louis had told him she had thanked him because, you know, even though I think even she still, I mean, even she really knew, like, even though he wasn't really in it, you know, he was doing all that for her. You know what I'm saying? He was, he always had her back and whatever decision she made that he was, you know what I'm saying, there with her and down with it. But you could tell that, you know what I'm saying, he he's, He's out of it. He's ready to get out of it. He's ready to to live a life. Like they finally got some money to do things. He wants to go do things. He doesn't want this to keep being this, you know, supply and demand every damn time. He want to go live life. And I feel like, you know, he's finally seeing it. And now I think that may have come to, or he realizes that they may have come to an end with the situation between, you know, Louis and. Franklin. And also, you have to throw at the people of the fact that when Louie went to meet with Teddy, mm-hmm. and Teddy was like, yo, when we had these meetings, don't bring nobody with you. She's like, yo, exactly. I need security. He was like, where's Jerome? She's like, you're not going to see Jerome at these mm-hmm. meetings. Gotta remember that. Mm-hmm. I think he has set a precedent, a precedent as like, yo, I don't want to be seen in this shit. So right. why? So if she needs security, why not bring Jerome? You know what I'm saying? But I think Jerome don't want to be involved. But it's gonna kind of be hard to be married to somebody who's trying to be a boss, and you just sit back. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't mm-hmm. think that's gonna work out too well. I just wonder what you thought about that situation because I just felt like she didn't see the sign. Like I she think, didn't. I see- think she did. I think that she's just so caught up in. Once again, you know, she's always been a hustler. So I think that she's so caught up in the hustle that, you know, that that kind of overcomes everything else. Like, that kind of overshadows everything else. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, the mind state that she has, like, she, she really feels like she's empowered now. You know what I'm saying? She don't have to talk to Franklin about shit. She don't have to do none of that. She got the plug right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the real interesting part of all of this is now going to be that since Franklin has hit all their stash spots, you know, what are they going to do now? Because now it's not just, you know, Louis and Franklin in it. Now it's going to be Jerome and Sissy going at it too. So is this something that's going to break up their family? Um, is this something that can end Louis and Jerome's marriage? You know what I'm saying? Could this be something that, you know what I'm saying, they end up killing each other or, you know what I'm saying, somebody end up getting taken out on some family shit because of this? Like, that's that to me is, you know what I'm saying, the, the most intriguing part of this whole dynamic because, like you said, when he was about to, you know, when he was talking to Louie and he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying, I, I kill you 10 times over. 
you know, between them two, you kind of get it. Like, yeah, Louis was there a lot of the time with him growing up. But for the most part, like, she ain't blood to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that situation would have went down like that had Jerome been there. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think Jerome could have got in between that and, and really fixed or tried to fix that in that moment. But remember what happened at that gas station, though. Well, that's a, back. that's a different situation because that's a different situation because it was more so a thing of they had both kind of made that decision. You know what I'm saying? And for the most part, Jerome lets her do a lot of the business. Well, really, most of all of the business, honestly. He, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, he does, he does kind of take the back seat to it, but she always consults him first. You know what I'm saying? So it's a partnership there. She's just she more so in that partnership, you know what I'm saying, not just the leader, but also the, the, the you know the face of it. So her speaking is is him kind of giving her that reign to, you know what I'm saying, kind of take over. Um but in that situation, I don't think I don't think that would have went down the way it did had Jerome been there. Cause I think Jerome could have interjected and 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 you know what I'm saying, at least got them to hash it out some type of way or find a way to help Franklin instead of just leaving them hanging. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Louis, Louis is is not an idiot. She knows what she's doing. But if it wasn't for Franklin, like, that, wouldn't none of them be doing none of this shit? Nah, I, I, I'm going to have to uh, slightly disagree. I think she is an mm-hmm. idiot because – for number one, yeah, I don't think Franklin would have put a gun on her if he would have been there, obviously. Right. I don't think that that would have happened. But what I think would have happened is there could have been a situation where they could have been like, look, maybe we can make a deal. Maybe I can give you 20, 30, 40 million or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She's just like, fuck it. I'm not like, there's ways to, you know what I'm saying? For somebody, the only reason you're even in the position that you are is because I got you here. I started this shit and you see that the plug has took $73 million from me and all you willing to do for me is basically nothing. I asked you to set up a meeting and you won't even do that. So I think that if Jerome would have been there, maybe there could have been you know, some kind of, yo, let's see what we can figure out. So mm-hmm. Franklin takes the route of getting uh, Black Diamond in Dallas to go hit their stash spots. He's like, yo, I'll go get my money myself. Well, at least some money myself. I think that this is definitely going to draw a wedge in between the family because not only did he rob Louie and, and his uncle behind their back, but yeah. I think that Jerome would have looked at it. I think Jerome would have tried to figure out something. At the end of the day, he's like, yo, like this is my nephew. There is something that can be worked out, but Louis is so strung up on trying to be strong and all this type shit that she didn't realize what Franklin is capable of doing. Right. So that's going to be something else that's going to be interesting to watch is the fact of them finding out my stash pot's been hit. I know who did it. So you've already now threatened to kill him the next time that you see him. 
Right. But like you said, <clears throat> what is this going to do? Is is Jerome going to sit back and take his wife's side, or is he going to take his family's side? And that's where this shit is really going to get confusing yeah. because it's like, yeah. yo, like, I'm pretty sure Jerome looks at it like, Sissy pretty much raised me. Like, that's my big sister. Mm-hmm. She's always looked out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you came along. Yeah, I married you. But now you're talking about killing my nephew, which could kill my sister. Because mm-hmm. this is the thing. If Sissy go sit back and just let you kill her son and, and everything well, we know good. Yeah, we know we know that's that's out that's that's not gonna so, happen at all. So yeah, that dynamic and then with her saying what she said at the end. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, I'm riding with my child. And mm-hmm. she know that he robbed Louis them. Louis mm-hmm. Jerome. And she's still riding with her son. So but I mean like I mean like at the end of it all in a weird way, she might just be the key to where they all can just get off and be good. Because, I mean, True, her, her I dealing with the KGB, like... I don't I don't know if they're going to let it go, man. I don't know. I don't man. know if Louis... I don't know if Louis is going to let it go of the fact that Franklin robbed him. And I don't think that he's going to let go of the fact of <clears throat> that she's like, yo, she threatened to kill him. But at and the, he put a gun. I mean, out they on. they threaten to kill each other, yeah. But at the same time, like you got to remember, she went behind Franklin back and and, and dealt and, and did the direct dealing with Teddy. Then not only that, don't forget when Sissy came back and they had the party for Sissy. Like she was, she was like pretty adamant about what the fuck happened to Alton during that party, yeah. and like that was not the time for that. Yeah, because they was beefing and they've been beefing back and forth for a minute. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This might be the thing that and to me, like we've never seen Sissy and Louie beef. This might be the this might be the thing that brings Louie back into it. You know what I'm saying? Through Sissy. I don't think so. Want to know why? What's up? Franklin goes to see Kane mm-hmm. and tells Kane, this was, was Louis. Louis and Jerome. Well, he just said Louis. Oh, that's right. That's right. So remember what Leon said. Leon said, if he finds out it was you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You made a big mistake. Mm-hmm. So now the word is out. Now, Kane might just be looking for Louis. And maybe I'm I'm, I'm 100% sure. I'm 100% sure that's the case. So this might be a situation where Louis ain't got nothing but enemies now. And she don't yeah. realize if yo if if your shit start getting fucked up where you can't make your drops mm-hmm. with Teddy now Teddy's mm-hmm. gonna be on your bad side. So now you and got that's Teddy what she on your don't know. She she don't she don't know how to deal with Teddy for real. She ain't never had to deal with Teddy for real exactly. except for them small three times. So she really don't even know how Teddy was at first compared to how he is now. See, she only know the good side. Franklin mm-hmm. knows how Teddy is when shit goes bad. Yeah, she don't know how it is when he goes bad. So yeah. if shit start going bad with him, 
So now you're going to have him as the enemy. You got Kane coming after you, mm-hmm. and your nephew done robbed you, mm-hmm. and Sissy ain't fucking with you no more because she right. already chose her side, and the person that's stuck in the middle is the person that don't even want to be in the fucking game. Mm-hmm. So that's a good I'm take. You, Damn, that's a good take. Man, I'm telling you, the, the, her whole world is crashing on her, and she got nothing but enemies. Right. So, mm-hmm. man, season six, man, it's going to be great, man. Um, And also, man, when it comes to the drug game, what always happens, I don't give a fuck who you are. There's always a downfall. And now we're seeing that downfall. And now we just have to see how, how much this shit falls, how much of the shit crashes to the ground. We see Javi. He's dead. He's gone. You know what I'm saying? Gustavo locked up. I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to rat, but even if he rats, I don't think it's going to be enough for him to skate free. Like I don't think it's enough to where he could shave off so much time to where he could go in protective custody or some shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Unless, unless the D E uh the DEA agent wants Teddy. And look, maybe I'm wrong. If he's able to tell the DEA agent, yo, Teddy's the one who killed your partner. Teddy's the one that's been doing all of this shit. I can get you him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just saying, man, it's it's some shit to really look forward to, man, uh, for this final season when we get it. Hopefully next year. I thought I seen something where they uh, already started filming. I could right. be wrong. But but yeah, man, um season six, man. Uh well, let me say this. Season five, uh, I know. Joe and them boys go give it like a two star out of our our grade our, our grade system. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a five, man. I thought it I thought it's been great. Like the only thing that I didn't like was, and I mentioned this. He said that he got his money back, but they didn't show us how. Mm-hmm. That was my only thing. It's like, yo, like I think that's kind of important. Like y'all been y'all spent the whole episode looking for peaches, and y'all don't show us anything. You just say that you got your money back. So I, well, I just I thought think, that, that was. I think thing. that I think that um, I think that Kane has something to do with that, personally. Possibly. And I think that's it, why it they were so. Yeah, I think that's why they was either that or they just never got their money back, and they was just fronting that way. When you know what I'm saying they wouldn't think you know what I'm saying they didn't or they wouldn't look weak in that situation. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But um, I thought over overall, I thought it was a great season, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I give that... it. A, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. You, you got it. You got it. No, I, I was gonna say I, I give it a four. Um, really a four and a half. The only thing I didn't like was that tiger episode. That shit was unnecessary. Yeah. It, it, it came out of left field. Yeah, but I, I mean, think, it, well, I, I take it back. I don't want to say unnecessary, but them dealing with the tiger part was unnecessary. Like that, didn't, you they could have left that out and still did everything that they had to do to get 
uh, to get Oso and Franklin at that point. That's how I feel about it. Understandable. I ain't mad at it. Um, yeah, I think that the way that it's going, I think that they're gonna give us a good closing. Like, oh, yeah, I don't sure. think I don't, I don't sure. think I'm gonna be disappointed with uh with the with the ending of this man. Like like I I've been doing some pies lately, uh, because I had some shows to finish up. Like I did a pie, um, I think it was earlier this year or late last year. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really like the closing of uh Shameless. I I, I didn't really like the, the season finale in that. Um, you know I had got stuck in the uh the Sopranos wormhole. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of yes. I was kind of in the middle. I, and I remember the buzz. I remember a lot of people saying that they didn't like the way Sopranos ended because you don't know what happened. They mm-hmm. leave it open for you to kind of you know what I'm saying. They leave it up before your opinion. And then also uh, the Ray Donovan movie. I did a pod on that, mm-hmm. uh, the way they closed that show out. So, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think, man, the way that it's going, I think they're gonna murder this, this ending, man. Um, I do too, man. And then with with everything that we just left off on, I think it's a lot of lot of stories that they could bring around, and you know, saying tie those ends off um, in this next season coming up. Yes, sir. And I'm sticking with my word, man. I think that the one thing that I said we can go to coming soon is I think that Leon is going to get out at the right time. And I don't know if he's going to return. I think that Leon is probably going to be the only person to escape free from all of this shit. Yeah. Because I think that he's going to dip out at the right time. And he's going to find out about the whole downfall of what's going on back at home. And he's gonna look at one and be like, "Yo, I'm not going back." So that's mm-hmm. one of my predictions. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, man, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, that season like we did, man. You know what I'm saying? We are on our toes, pins and needles, man, pins and needles, um, waiting for this. You know what I'm saying? Series finale, last season of Snowfall, and. I ain't gonna lie, man. They doing John Singleton, you know what I'm saying? Um, proud, man. They really, they really showing out for John Singleton. So, um, let's get into coming soon, man. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. Okay, so this next one is gonna be fun as shit. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the this is the, the Netflix doc, right? Yep. Yep, this is the Netflix okay. doc. Man. So what is what is the I don't I don't know what the what's it's, the it's the, killer um, it's killer inside the mind of Aaron killer, Hernandez. Yeah. Um listen. This is probably one of the wildest stories <laughs> of our generation. <laughs> Bro, this Yo. nigga went from national champion to Super Bowl champion. And the whole time he did all of that, the nigga caught bodies. And on and off the field. On and off the field. Yeah, on and off the field. And somehow it all ended in a, a gay love quarrel. 
Yo. So, <laughs> listen. It's, Yo. Yeah. Yeah, man. This, this is gonna this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, man. Um, if y'all got Netflix, go check this out. Killer Inside the Mind, Aaron Hernandez. Um, or <clears throat> excuse me, if you just know about this story in itself, you know what I'm saying. Do do y'all research and then come check us out this next episode because wow, that's all I can say is wow. Yeah, I mean. Dude, I mean, like, Aaron Hernandez, Darren Sharper, uh, uh, Ray Carruth, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of these dudes, yep. I just don't, I don't understand them. I, I, I can, I, I can't do it. I, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you work hard to get to where you want to be, and they get in a position to where they can actually do something, and they make some of the worst decisions. And uh, yep. yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna be covering next episode. It's gonna be a very interesting episode, to say the least. Y'all stay tuned. Um, <laughs> shit, I don't I don't even know what to say on that one. This I this is gonna be wild to watch this shit again. Um, I know, and shout, right? but I will say this though: shout out to his girl for hiding that pistol. Yeah, she has him down. Yeah, because she was the yep. truth for that. That was that was uh that was legit. Um, but anyway, man, you know what I'm saying? If y'all enjoyed this episode, you know what I'm saying? And, or, uh, enjoyed any of the episodes y'all listened to, uh, hit us up on the socials on Instagram and Twitter at, um, view at view and nine pod. Damn, I about to say something else at view and nine pod. And, um, you can hit us up on Facebook as well at VA pod watch group. You know what I'm saying? Let us know how you feel. Let us know what you think. If you got any suggestions or anything you'd like to hear requests, you know what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. Hit us up. Um, and, man, follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. You can go to uh, my bio on my Twitter. Go to my link tree. You can follow me everywhere else through there. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, y'all can find me at uh, s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. On IG, uh, the podcast, uh, 28 Minutes or Less on all major platforms. Uh, the last podcast that's out is uh, episode 82. Uh, I did a negotiator, but you know what I'm saying? I'm dropping another one uh, coming up here soon in the next uh, couple of hours, day or so, whatever, whatnot. So be on the lookout, man, for the new episode I got. I got a great idea. So, uh, yeah, um, rate, subscribe, leave a review. All mm-hmm. that shit. So uh appreciate everybody uh checking out the pot. For sure, man, for sure. Um, and with that being said, man, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for the support. It's always greatly appreciated. We couldn't do this without you. Um, but until next time, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>